and welcome to my podcast, Soul Expansion and Inspiration. My name is Ali O'Shea and this is episode 11. On this episode, I'd like to give a very warm welcome to Rosie O'Driscoll. Rosie is a massage therapist, a coach and a Reiki practitioner. She has the gifts of clairsentience, claircognience and clairaudience. Rosie is Irish from Cork, I believe. and works in the UK. Welcome Rosie, how are you? I am absolutely fabulous Ali and thank you so much for inviting me on. I am just absolutely ecstatic. Oh thank you so much for being here. So you're from Cork anyway in Ireland? I am born and bred in Ireland, made in Ireland as they say. Go the Irish, go the Irish. (laughs) So Rosie you say that your journey began back when you were about 11 or 12 years old. Your attention was taken from class and you were drawn to the formation of the clouds, seeing angel wings floating by. You said like you always dipped in and out of both, you felt like you always dipped in and out of both worlds and feel blessed to be different to the norm. Would you like to tell the listeners a little bit more about this and what you mean by dipping in and out both worlds? Um, just, just to start off, when I was 11 years of age, I was in the high school and um, the nuns yabbering on about the usual garbage, you're not good enough, you need to sit down and you need to stay present and be still and read from the books. And I didn't know at the time, I was dyslexic, but they kept saying that, um, you know, you're dumb, you're not doing it our way, you're not ticking the boxes. isn't it? I know, it's crazy, but that was them. But um, I was sent off to the side because that was that's one of the things that they would do. They would either send you off to the side or send you to the corner and ask you to face the corner. But this time um, I was sent to the side and there were big, long, huge mirrors, so, uh, not mirrors, um, windows. So I was sitting there and I was just daydreaming, just looking out. And I felt a pull from away from the class I could hear the non in the background and I'm thinking it myself yeah 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 you know it's the same thing you're not telling me anything different anything positive you shouldn't have sent me over here I came here to be educated but just at that moment I just turned around and I remember I can still see myself as clear as day um looking out the window and I seen the clouds the formation of the clouds and then I seen um angel angel wings and I was just so excited about it because maybe you're too young but um to remember when we were younger we used to swap angels as scraps okay uh we would have angels um trees cars everything so we would have a book like this when we were younger just any old book so we would get um Maybe there'd be about 20 scraps, we used to call them, like pictures. So we would put them in each page. And right. when we were kids, we would swap them yeah. with each other. Like um, We used to do that with other things. We used to do it with, like, you know, smelly, you know, those rubbers that had, like, a perfume off them and stuff like that? Yeah. That yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, so that's what we used to do. So I was so happy that I seen this angel, these angel wings going by and um, other formations as well. And I thought, not knowing then, this was divine timing. So this was in tune in me because my nan, my mom, 
and now some of I've, I've got eight granddaughters some of them are really in tune with spirit so when it happened to me when I was taken away it was like I was still in the class but I'd been drawn away my soul had been drawn away and it was very silent and it was very peaceful and it was from then that uh, I knew I was different from the norm because I had this special gift but I didn't really know what it was um, the only way I could tune into it was that every Sunday my mother used to go to my aunt's house um, my aunt used to read the tea leaves for my mom and vice versa oh, wow. but she, I know she had a huge array of cakes so that's why we used to go there from Thompson's <laughs> Bakery in Cork so we used to get all excited about that. Oh, but that we... makes me laugh. <laughs> because uh, we used to go to my granny's house and she used to have the biggest Tupperware thing of biscuits you've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we were told not to come into the room when they were doing it. But um, we'd often just pop in and you'd see it happening in one of the china teacups. And obviously you'd hear, you'd be listening at the door. So. Um, uh, <laughs> my nan is my spiritual guide one of my spiritual guides so wow. that that's where um that came from but um you know as you do you go on in life and you do lots of different things and you totally forget about it you're kind of pulled back so i was kind of pulled from the two worlds then a number of years ago i um moved to cape clear island i was meant to be out there for, uh down west cork oh okay yeah, um, down Baltimore, Skibbereen area. Baltimore okay. would be the harbour there. It's um, it's eight miles from the mainland, or eight kilometres from the mainland. You have to get the ferry out there. And it's only three miles by one and a half. So I went out there for the summertime to walk in on Shopabyog. Uh Then I ended up staying there for nine years. So the other story in relation to that is where Abraham Hicks came in. My niece found a... Is, I think it's an iPod, you call it, one of those small little yeah. things. Yeah. I didn't even know how to turn it on, plug it in, do whatever with it. So my daughter told me to get this connection, press all the buttons and see what came up. So <laughs> I found Abraham Hicks on it, like reams and reams of it. So I walked every day with my ears, uh, my, what do you call them? Earphones. Earphones plugged in listening to Abraham Hicks on my because that's where my grandparents were born Cape Clare Island oh, wow. uh, so that was another soul journey in connection to the the um, the 11 year old um, and dipping in and out of the world it, dipping in and out of both worlds but now um, I've used the uh, spirituality and dipping in and out of both worlds with uh, well with all of my work really I um, I'm trained I'm a, I'm a qualified uh, reflexologist in maternity oh wow and so I could help well I won't go into the whole thing but I'll tell you um, one thing that did happen this lady rang me up frantic and um, she'd had a c-section so she didn't feel old woman she was panicking I want to give birth um, she couldn't even like talk she was just losing her breath losing her voice sorry is this she, before she had the baby or after she'd had one 
Right. She'd had one. I don't know how old the, the little boy was, but then she wanted um, a little girl. But she found out that she was having another boy. Right. So she was very upset. She was only early on in the, she was in her first trimester. So she told me she stopped talking to the baby, stopped connecting with the baby because she was disappointed it was a little boy. So now she was nearly two weeks overdue at the stage when she called me because she heard um, reflexology is beneficial. Um, so I said, look, I'm available tomorrow. It was a Wednesday, two o'clock. Um, let's make this happen. And she said, oh, okay. So tuned myself in, went to the house, did a little bit of yoga nidra with her, explained what I would be doing, um, explained that I sometimes, depending, I'd work with the spiritual realm, um, asked her to tune into baby. I tuned into baby after bits and pieces that she told me. And I could see him in the womb and he was like this. <laughs> he was totally annoyed. He was very upset because of what the mom did. So I tuned in with him, and when I was reflexing certain areas, he moved. So I knew he was in tune with me. So um, I had a conversation with him anyway, and I explained that, you know, mom, um, you know, as parents, we don't always make right decisions. Sometimes we do things, and then afterwards we think, crap, why did I do that? You know, there's no book that you get. And uh, I said, look, you're two weeks overdue. Your mom has tuned into you as well. She's waiting to see you. Uh, I was given a name, um, given a color, and um, had a chat, went off, did all what I needed to do, had a chat afterwards, gave her the do's and don'ts, and then woke up the next morning, and um, I thought, who's sending me a picture of a baby? And she was like, wow, Rosie, there he is. I got the name Patrick. And she said, meet Patrick. I can't remember the other name. So wow. he decided, yeah. And what was he the decided, color that you were given in relation to? Green. Because she was asking for forgiveness from her heart. Ah. And um, the green came up because he'd forgiven her. So, because I was saying to him, come on, it's early days. Second chances are allowed. You know, she loves you. And um, Audi Pop, nine pounds. 12 ounces I think he was uh, uh, so yeah so this is where I tune in as well with um, my work yeah and I see you're wearing your fantastic t-shirt there Rosie's Celtic Haven that's the name of your I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I also and um, the reason I wore it this morning was that um, I teach yoga in nurseries to kids wow so um, I go in and I teach two stories and I teach them um, about breath and how to not hold your breath but um about oh, not hold your breath about um you know all aspects of breathing and being quiet and i use my singing bowl to tune in to clear stagnant energies with them and then once a month i give them um because i go to four different nurseries i give them the last wednesday of every month i give them all a reflexology treatment Oh, really? How old are these children? Uh, two to the age of four. Wow. And do they love it? Oh, they absolutely love it. One minute, Ali, they are absolutely crazy, running around, rah, and then you touch their feet and they're like, <laughs> they don't move. All consent is given. So what I do with them is I will pick three systems in the body and the spine 
which um, is very good for the immune system. I'll show it on their back and I'll show it the place on their feet, their head as well, yeah. which is on the tips of their toes and their heart area. Lovely. So every couple of months we tune in and change it up for them and they absolutely love it. And the best thing about it is as well that um, I say to them, you know, if mommy or daddy or brother comes home and they're stressed, you know what to do. Yeah. So a couple of parents from the nursery have had reflexology and they're like, thank you, Rosie. Amazing. <laughs> because their little ones do it on them, is it? Yeah. yeah. So cute. <laughs> so I, I, my thing is I like to start them, you know, start um, these yeah. interventions when they're younger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. That's I'm so happy to hear that because, uh, you know, I, I just love it when, when I hear about, you know, sort of, I don't want to call it new age stuff because it's not new age stuff really, but you know what I mean? And people, I think people understand what I mean when I say that yoga, tapping, meditation, yeah. things that we love, you know, um, us that are gone through and are possibly still going through our spiritual awakening. And, you know, I, I love to hear that intervention at that early age, you know, I, I was delighted when my children, you know, back when I started doing lives, I was saying, I want this stuff in schools and I want people, I want children to be taught it and all that. And unbeknownst to me, there's actually three schools in Ireland for mindfulness here around the area. And I didn't even know that at the time. It's amazing. And my children have um, a mindfulness in their school as well. So, um, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's amazing. And I'm absolutely delighted when I hear anything like that, you know. It's amazing. And, and it's, it's good to catch them young. And then I go to the other extreme. I go into um, care homes, nursing homes, um, to teach slow chair yoga to um, residents with Alzheimer's and um, dementia. Oh, right. Um, like when I'm there, I'm in mid-flow teaching. And then all of a sudden, they'll, they'll just get up. One will get up and say, you know what? You're crap. I'm not listening to you. I just walk off. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it is. And I went to one the other day. It was so amazing. Um, first of all, it was kind of hard to get them all tuned in and relax. It was a bank holiday Monday. And um, they were having a little glass of sherry. So I said, that is the first time I would have seen it in Ireland, but not over here, having a glass of sherry and doing chair yoga. It's <laughs> <laughs> really funny. It's amazing. That's so funny my granny used to drink sherry. We used to be given sherry when we were younger and they were like, Rosie, have some, you'd be fine. And they were like, nurse, come and give Rosie some sherry. <laughs> I was like, no, you don't want to get me started on that one. Yuck. Um, you've already kind of touched on this, but your nana and your mother and your granddaughters also possess the spiritual gifts. Must be great to be on the same page because I know so many people whose families didn't understand their gifts, and as a result, they ended up suppressing and sweeping their gifts under the carpet. Um, would you agree with that? Most definitely. That's why I try and tune in with. Um, I've got my my uh, granddaughters, and then I've got my niece and my niece's uh, little fella, Isa. Um, I try and bring them together as much as I can. So we do a little bit of yoga, mindfulness, meditation, um, spirituality, and the stuff that they come up with is 
just absolutely amazing. And I don't want them to lose that yeah. at all. They, 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 they all have it. They all have it. It's amazing. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So I don't want them to be uh, those kids that have just gone off into their life like I did. And, um, you know, like people saying, oh, that's that woo-woo stuff. I want them to continue it. And yeah. that, um, that to me is, uh, I think, just that more important than the, um, you know, the everyday norm stuff. Yeah. I think it gives you a huge uh, difference, like a huge way to look at life, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, I think it's really important that you do help to mould their gifts. Yeah. Because it's part go. of them, you know, it's, it's, it's part of them. And, and I, I feel that, you know, so many people back, not so much these days, but, but even now, sometimes these days, they're kind of hiding their gifts because, because of that kind of, you know, what people say, woo-woo stuff. And, you know, it's not, it's part of them. It's part of who they are. And it's their connection to the divine, you know, which, you know, is, is really the essence of God, the essence of the universe. And the essence of what we're all about here on this planet, you know. And it keeps it alive as well. It keeps that connection between spirit or soul spirit and ourselves. And I've, I've always, um, and it hit me more when I was living in Cape Clare Island, because there was only 80 people living on the island. Wow. Uh, so it hit me more when I used to walk around with Abraham Hicks in my ears, um, that there was two of me. Not that I'm schizophrenic or anything, yeah, but yeah. that there was like, I would stand sometimes and I would say, did you hear that? And my kids used to say, mom, who are you speaking to? <laughs> well, I'd be speaking to spirit. That would be that I could see as clearly as you. And they'd just go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember one of our first conversations together because we'd known each other about two years now, haven't we? And I remember one yeah. of our first conversations. I mean, I can see the energy behind me, but you could actually see. I remember you telling me that you could see a lady behind me here on the left at that time. Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I always usually have someone with me, but um, I can't see it now today. I don't know. Hold on. Uh, I do. Um, I've tuned in. I've tuned in a few times when you're on your lives. And yeah. um, I've actually missed the content of what you're saying because I... I can see that there's somebody around you. That's mad, isn't it? And yeah, it's crazy. And people always say that I have a golden aura and that it kind of goes in and out like a peacock. Oh, yeah. And actually, oh, my goodness. It was a peacock that I'd seen. Peacock, um, what do you call them things? Wings one ah. time. <gasps> Definitely. Yeah, because I was looking at your, is that a salt lamp to your left? That's actually a selenite lamp. So a selenite, a selenite. is a crystal. Um, and it's really yeah. good for healing. There you go, because that's what I was looking at. I was trying to focus in on that, and um, then I seen the um, the peacock wing come out. All right, that's very interesting. <laughs> it must be it must be great to to be able to see spirit and stuff like that. I mean, I can see the energies, but to me, it's like it. It's not like it's kind of like what you would picture static to, to look like, if you know what I mean. But it's all moving still. I can see it all behind me. Yeah, which is good. I um I see, hear, and um I feel. Right. And um, their cognizance is, is is feel, is it? 
I get them mixed up. Uh, I've got it here. Claire Cognance is uh, psychic, uh, I, psychic information that I sense and feel. Right, right. Claire, Claire audience is hearing. hearing. Yeah, I've been told um, Claire audience. Ah, oh, there you go. And um, but I haven't Claire, heard anything else. <laughs> <laughs> plenty time, plenty time. And then Claire Sentience so the as well. Is um, it's it, to me it's um, like when I was teaching the other day in the uh, the care home, um, this lady Jane, she was in the church, couldn't move, but her eyes, the only thing that moved were her eyes. She kept watching me, and um, I spoke to her, but there was no response. And then when I went to her, I said, um. Uh, Jane, did you used to work in um, in an office? And I was doing typing like yeah, this yeah, to her. Yeah. And um, the one of the nurses said she never speaks, Rosie. She never says anything. And um, I thought that's a lot of codswallop. Let's get this woman to do something. Let's get her to speak. And um, I said, you know what? I said, fair play to you. I just could not sit in an office. And she said, yeah, I liked it. And the nurse was like. This woman never speaks, but I think I, you know, bypassed the dementia and everything else that was going around and spoke to her soul. Yeah. You could see yeah. it was just like, it was just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It must be amazing yeah. to have that experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you were just telling me before we started the interview as well, that you, um, even though that you've been following me for a couple of years, that, and I often talk about the subconscious and the conscious mind and how the subconscious mind runs 95% of our lives, and sub means under, um, it wasn't registering for you exactly what that meant up until yesterday when you kind of had an epiphany about it when you were reading a book uh, and, and started to begin to understand uh, how we hold limiting beliefs in our mind uh, and how our subconscious is, you know, it's, it's like a tape recorder there and it's always running in the background and it can stop us and block us from manifesting that which we desire into our lives. And it can also, once we unblock it, then can obviously help to, to um, manifest the things that we do want. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, this is just absolutely mind blowing. And, um, I know myself I've blocked it because when I hear you talking about the subconscious, I'm like, everybody, shush, I need to get this. I need to learn this. And I've bought books on it. And I think because you invited, not that I think, I know, divine timing, you invited me to, um, to come on your interview. And I just said, universe, um, you know, I'm going on this um, interview with Ali. I'm a little bit nervous, you know. Oh, you're not coming across there. nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but um, oh, thank you. But um, then somebody put up a book um, about You Are a Badass by Jen, Jen Sincero, I think her name is. And they said, this book is amazing. And because it was, I've been working a lot with my soul because it's yellow. Didn't know what the book was about. I thought I need to buy that book because that book is going to tell me something. So I bought the book and I uh, was listening to a lot of your lies, picking up a lot of stuff and clearing a lot of stuff. And then yesterday in the bath, 
subconscious and conscious. I was like, oh my God. I looked at the, subcon the, the subconscious mind book that I bought. I think it was either 2002 or 2009. And I've been trying to get that word, you know, <laughs> trying to bring them into balance. But <laughs> here we go, divine timing. It's just totally cleared all that sh totally cleared all that up yeah <laughs> it's just, it's just really, and now i understand it and i did, i was there yesterday thinking oh my god because i in the house i had total silence i like to have total silence when i'm reading and even if i've got a pen or something in my hand that's distracting me so i need to just focus on the book and i did for an hour and a half yesterday i just read four chapters of this book and um that was it, divine timing. And had you not invited me, Ali, I would never have got that. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> Another 20 years. <laughs> so I could, be, I could be talking about it till I'm blue in the face. <laughs> and, it, and it's not coming from you. It's, it's just, um, it's um, taught me a grave lesson that uh, because of my past and because before the age of six or seven that we take all this stuff on and it's hugely blocked um because I, some things i'm able to manifest and like i came back to england with with two bags because i traveled in australia and i traveled in europe i traveled like for seven months non-stop and then i came back and i was thinking oh what am i going to do now so i came back uh, manifested a car, places to live, I manifested a whole load of stuff. But the one thing that as well that I wanted to manifest was money. It was coming in and then it was going and coming and going. And I thought, I don't like this. Why is this happening? And when I started questioning, um, why is this happening? Because I've heard you say this as well. I started questioning everything. And then, boom, there was the answer yesterday. Now I know I need to affirm more um uh with my affirmations you probably uh, have money blocks yeah because i'm a wealth coach yeah. as well so you know you, you need to start to look at you know i actually said it to you just before you know a lot of people have the belief that money is evil you know money doesn't grow on trees all these little things that we've kind of grown up with that become ingrained in our subconscious mind. And it does take a lot of time to reprogram your subconscious mind. Between 21 20 30, years. <laughs> it takes between 21 to 30 days to reprogram your subconscious mind, depending on how ingrained those beliefs are. And so, you know, for a lot of people, it can take a lot of work and there might be, you know, beliefs in there that you, you don't even know. So I did a wealth coaching uh, mastery program with people and it was really hugely popular. And, you know, I taught people that to switch those negative affirmations into positive affirmations uh, to, to be really aware of the language that's going on in your head and the words that you're using around money, for example, if that's where your block is. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And now because I've got, and it's only taken me this long, I've got the understanding of the wording and because before I did not, I was like, where is this coming from? What is happening? And I'm tapping every day and I'm doing all the stuff and it's come, it's like an elastic band in and out. And it was like yesterday, boom, down Thank to you. you. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. Be so rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've got to stick with it though. You really, you know, it's all about repetition with the subconscious mind and reprogramming. It does take time. 
but you can't give up. You've got to keep going with it. That's the important thing. And we, you know, there's some days that people go, but I didn't have time today. If you keep missing days, it's not going to happen for you. It's going to take twice as long. You've got to keep doing it. You've got to do the energetic work that you need to do, you know. And I teach my clients this, and then I don't do it for myself half the time. But this is what I said to you, that you're hugely consistent in your life. And this is why I like, um, if I see Ali is live, I'm thinking, just clear everything, whatever I'm doing, I need to watch Ali. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Thank you so much. Um, you've been inspired also by Abraham Hicks, Wayne Dyer, Vincent Peel, Maria Aon White, Ken Graydon, and Chris from the Sajas Healing Center? Uh, CJs. CJs. The, the majority of these guys are in um, Australia because I spent... Um, I finished a relationship, it just went to pot, and uh, when I was living on Cape Clare Island, and I thought, damn, I'm not staying here. I just took myself off to Australia for three months. And then I did deep-seated healing over there. I had chakra healing, cleansing, um, CJ's, um, he's a healer, vortex healing, uh, in a place in uh, Mandra in Perth. Oh, um, I know Mandra. Oh my goodness, I live. Oh, we didn't live there, but we 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 lived in Pemberton. But we went to Mandra. Oh, yeah, this time yeah. years ago, I was in Mandra. I absolutely loved Mandra. It's amazing. That's where I was for three months. Oh, I love Mandra. It's um, and there's a lot of um Irish girls over there that are hugely spiritual. So I hung out with those as well in in their tribes. Oh. It was amazing, and and the majority of these guys that I've just put on the list were guys that I'd worked with and had healing with. And what I did was um because I wanted to travel around, uh, I um swapped my massages, reflexology, yoga, um, all my therapies and my healing. So people took me on road trips and I gave them massages. So I bartered. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. And so, you, you often talk about going back to Australia. Would, are you still thinking about going back to Australia? I would love, Ali, now that I know what subconscious and conscious means, I'm going to <laughs> affirm what I need to affirm daily, bring those manifestations in, the money's going to pop in and off I'm going. Are I want to go. go? Yeah, Yulruhu, I can never say it. It's that big red rock. Yulruhu? I don't know what. Um, I think it's Ayers Rock Ayers or Yulruhu rock. rock. Yeah, it's in I Australia. It's, rock. Yeah, it's a big spiritual um, place. So, right. yeah. But I, I want to um, go to the Blue Mountains as well. And, Is that uh, in Australia? Yeah. It's amazing. I can't believe you were in Mandurah. That's amazing. Yeah, I definitely. We used to go to this beach in Mandurah and the dolphins would always come by. Yeah. I loved um, it. Absolutely loved it. I think it's called the key. I can't even remember now. Because I was only, I probably would have been five minutes from there where I lived, where I was staying. They had the most amazing houses on that beach. And I used to look at the houses and go, oh, I'd be so blessed to live in one of those houses. Yeah. We took, um, one time, I think it was New Year's Eve, I, I was invited to um, this Irish guy's party. And he, we met him in the day. And uh, one of the girls that I'd met, Janine, was a very good friend with him. And he was like, come to my little house. And I was thinking, come to his little house. And then when I went to his little house, 
oh my god I actually got lost in the house going to use the bathroom which way to come back it was huge and it was on the river oh my goodness it was amazing oh, lovely, lovely. Yeah. so um you coach motivate and inspire through your reiki healings and massage would you like to tell us a little bit more about about that work I know you've touched a little bit on your reflexology but you know you've got Rosie's Celtic Haven so what are the things you do there massage Reiki reflexology as well as you're traveling around and and visiting centers and old older people and younger people um, and, and what I do is this is something that's come to me again since yesterday that um, I want to actually break up the um the coaching and the healing because i incorporate it all in together if somebody came to me for um uh we say just for example a reflexology which i'm going to do today um i would incorporate um reiki healing in there as well mm -hmm. um but now i want to start to separate them um and uh just allow them to have um their own spot and their own space to work on them but um I, I, I do um, I do charge for it, but I don't charge just for the sake of charging the money. I have to charge because it's my time and my energy. Exactly. Um, but I also I also give a lot of um, you know if I if I know someone is in need, I'll, I'll just pick it up. I will approach them and I'll say something to them, and more times than not, it's right. Um, just to pass on that information to them because that's that's what was passed to me when I was on my journey when I was feeling a little bit lost um, and it's all about sharing the energy and I feel the more energy I share because what I want to do is um, when I was on my journey people uplifted me and they vibrated me and I chose then from then to hang out with high vibratory people because it took me to a place that maybe I, it would have taken me another 20 years, like the subconscious, subconscious, conscious to get there. But um, now I like to inspire and motivate people to, um, to not just live the life, not just have life happen to them, you know, really tune in and tune into their real core self to vibrate what they've got inside and sometimes it gets mixed up with you know paying bills taking kids to school you yeah. know some people get lost in it so that, mm -hmm. that's that's where I'm coming from and I'd like to do um I'm going back to college uh, next week or the week after to do uh more counseling and counseling skills as well so wow. yeah Wonderful. And where where is Rosie's Celtic Haven? Do you do that from your house, or do you have within somewhere me. else? <laughs> what? It's within me. <laughs> I'm I'm actually um, mobile. I've chosen to be mobile, and the reason I've chosen to be mobile is um, because I feel that when I was I had two um, two clinics, um, I felt. I was taking on other people's energies that were coming in there. So I've decided to go mobile. So if I go to give people a healing or a treatment or a massage, whichever, Roma touch, um, then the person can just either come off the table, go on the settee, wrap themselves up. They don't have to think about the journey, getting a car, getting a bus. 
taking on people's energies. They can just tune into themselves. So what I say to them after treatment is take some water, no phone, no talking to anybody, maybe a half hour if you can, and just allow it to absorb. And, and I work with um, doTERRA oils. Mm -hmm. So there's no chemicals or herbicides in them. So they um, travel to the areas of the body that's needed to be worked on. So once there's somebody in the house with them, then I would leave them then to chill out and connect with them later. Lovely, lovely. And um, your favorite quote is, I have the time to take my time. Yeah, I was looking for something that um, would gel everything that I was doing and I always wanted to have the time like I said um, I have eight grandchildren and um, I want to spend time with them and I want to do a lot of healing and spiritual um, stuff with them yoga because um, I want to start them off on a different path so that that quote is now um, I actually have the time to take my time to do the things that I want if I if I want to work I'll work if I don't want to work I won't work I love the work that I do um but I'm not going to do it um to the extreme that I'm going to miss out on my grandchildren because my ancestors were there for me they they gave me what I've got to pass on to whoever's next in the generation I've cleared um my ancestral um lines so I've got a clearer connection with them. So I want that clearer connection now for my grandchildren. Lovely. And then it'll go on down the line. So that's, that's where that comes from. I don't know who's oh. quoted it, but I... You just liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there any other piece of advice that you would like to leave with our listeners? Um, I wrote something down here. You need to raise your frequency to match the vibration of the one you want to tune into. And life is about your faith being greater than your fear. Lovely. I love those. And, you know, it can go deeper, but whoever's out there, whoever's listening to this, whether you're listening to anybody else's um, podcast, just never never give up on yourself because you can always break through and there's always there's always a soul that will dip in to um hold your hand and hold you to carry you on to the next stage exactly exactly wonderful wonderful advice thank you so much rosie um so before we leave um where can people get hold of you and for your services that you offer um rosie's celtic haven um, I forgot my email, rosieskeltichaven at hotmail.com um, or uh, rosieodriscollwordpress.com, that needs to be worked on, that's my website, um, or Rose, Little Rosie Sunshine. You know, my number's up there, message me, ring me, it's very easy. Great. And whereabouts in the, in, in the UK are you? I'm in uh, Shirley in uh, Surrey at the moment, but I'm moving to a place called East Grenstead. And uh, there's a huge Meridian spiritual line um, going through there. So I'll be vibrating so high. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. 
Well, thank you so much for being here with us this afternoon, Rosie. It's been an absolute pleasure talking with you and sharing your stories with us. It was absolutely fabulous. And, you know, from the bottom of my soul, thank you very much, Ali, for, for inviting me. And thank you for all your lives. You do, oh, I nearly forgot, um, your consciousness creators, that just whipped me into place. Oh, wonderful. I'm so delighted. Well, thank yes. you very much again. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye. For now, listeners, we'll say goodbye and we'll see you on, or you'll hear us on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Definitely. Okay.